SAFM Sports Wrap. 6.30 on SFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Hello and welcome to another edition of SFM Sports Wrap, the Thursday edition. So it is the PSL radio show, Sue and Jolly. We're going to be talking about uh, domestic football. We're going to be talking about AMSA Premiership. We're going to be talking about continental competition for South Africa's clubs in uh, the CAF Confederation Cup in the form of Platinum Stars and indeed in the CAF Super Cup in the form of the reigning African champions, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. We've got Kevin Johnson, coach of Platinum Stars, who'll be joining us, as well as Dennis Onyango, the uh, reigning African-based CAF Player of the Year, which is an enormous achievement as, uh, as a goalkeeper. So looking forward to chatting to uh, both those uh, men. But I'm going to start off with some football news, uh, in the actual news. Uh, South African legends Lucas Khadebe and uh, Benny McCarthy forming part of a committee that will uh, be urgently looking to appoint a new Bafana Bafana coach. Now, the committee, which also comprises of Farouk Khan, Budi Matata, uh, Anna Neiman, uh, Neil Tovey and Technical Committee uh, Chairperson uh, Natasha Chiklis will draw up a shortlist and deliberate on it before naming a suitable candidate. South President Daniel Dan, CEO Dennis Mumble and Vice President Elvis Shishana will also sit on the committee to oversee the process. Khadebe, though, believes that PSL clubs need to back South African youngsters and develop them for national team and ultimately the uh, world duty. When you look at the, those clubs and you look at Bafana, you know, uh, for me, the worry is the best players in those clubs. Are they South African? That's a point. You know, and, 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 and for us, we need our players to be playing in that level where they can gain experience. And not only the experience, but to realize that they can play at a level where they can enjoy football better and where they can make themselves better players and better people and impact our country in a, in a different way. I think that's, that's very uh, crucial for young stars. I mean, the young boy who played for Sundowns, for him it was unbelievable to be able to play in that stage. I mean, to play in the Super Cup. Again, I mean, that should say something. Again, that will, should inspire him to say, you know, I played in the Super Cup. My aim is to go the next, the, the next stage is to play for a bigger club in a bigger league. Hadebe talking about Percy Tau of Mamelodi Sundowns, but having announced the names of those involved in searching for the new Bafana Bafana boss, Safa also revealed some of the applicants for the vacant post. Safa stated that more than 60 applications have been received, and some of the candidates include Roberto Mancini, Giovanni Trapattoni, Hassan Shihata, Hugo Bruce, uh, Samson Siasia, Lota Matthias, and Bernd Schuster. Back home, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns will play the opening match of the 2017 Nedbank Cup against 4th tier Minos Mariveni United on Monday the 6th of March to allow the Brazilians maximum preparation time ahead of their CAF Champions League title defence. Crowns of Chiefs start their Nedbank Cup campaign at the Athlone Stadium against National First Division side Stellenbosch United on Saturday the 11th of March, while Orlando Pirates face 3rd tier side Eastern Cape Bees the following day. Reigning champions Supersport United begin the defence of their title on Wednesday, March the 15th at the Harry Guala Stadium in Peter Maritzburg against NFT side Royal Eagles, while the MTN8 champions Bidvest Vits are in action the same night at the Athlone Stadium against another First Division side, Cape Town All-Stars. Same with football domestically, Orlando Pirates have confirmed they have released Ghana midfielder Edwin Jima as per the players' request. Jima was involved in a skirmish with former Pirates coach Mushina Atugal in September last year at the Cape Town International Airport. The Soweto Giants investigation into the incident now appears to uh, be concluded, but the Buccaneers revealed Jima had submitted a written request to have his contract terminated prior to his departure to the recently concluded Africa Cup of Nations, one they have now granted. 
Further afield, Krasnodar and Fenerbahce currently underway in the first match of tonight's Europa League fixtures. Uh, selected other matches, Tottenham Hotspur visit Ghent, AZ play Lyon, Celta Vigo host Shakhtar Donetsk, and Borussia Mönchengladbach face, uh, face Fiorentina at 8 o'clock. In matches, the kickoff at 5 past 10, Manchester United play Saint-Etienne, Athletic Bilbao host Upwell, uh, Villarreal tackle Roma and Park face Schalke 04. Uh, rugby news, experienced France international Clement Potrano will join four other uncapped Super Rugby players in the 27-man Celsius Sharks squad for the two-match tour of Australia that will begin their campaign. The Sharks leave Durban on Sunday for a trip that includes a match against the Reds on the 25th of February, followed by a clash with the Brumbies in Canberra a week later. Super Rugby first-timers include uh, Stefan Katsir, Sean Trotsky, Spoon Gorsi, a new signing from the Cape, loose forward Jacques Vermeulen, and Kubus and Vake, who's previously played for the Stormers, will also be part of the squad, as will Cohen Bosch, South African schools players just 18 months ago who played Super Rugby in 2016, but only home games. Meanwhile, Lions coach Johan Ackerman has named a 40-man squad for the 2017 Super Rugby competition. Uh, Warren Whiteley retains the captaincy, uh, while nine Springboks in the squad, including Whiteley, Ron Kombrink, Faftaklaak, Rohan Janssen van Rensburg, Alton Jankis, uh, Jakob Kriel, Lionel Mapu, Malcolm Marks, and Locke Franco Morstert. Uh, Kwaka Smith of Blitzbok also in the squad. They begin their campaign on the 25th of February against the Cheetahs um, and I can tell you as well South Africa's tour of New Zealand begins with a one-off T20 international at Eden Park in Auckland at 8am tomorrow the uh, Proteus followed this up with five ODIs before a three-test series and in canoeing pre-race hot favourites Andy Burkett and Ali Solms uh, each held commanding leads after the first day of the 2017 Doozy Canoe Marathon that's your sports news SAFM Sports Wrap SFM South Africa's news and information leader. Let's talk Platinum Stars now. Always a club that's been uh, challenging and uh, challenging successfully for uh, honours in recent seasons. But Platinum Stars don't seem to be quite getting the results that they have done uh, in, uh, in recent times. They are, though, battling in the CAF Confederation Cup. In fact, uh, off in Mozambique for the second leg of their CAF Confederation Cup tie against Junior Desportivo de Songo coming up uh, this weekend. An opportunity to advance in continental competition. Uh, but last night, a goalless draw against Baroka FC away from home. We've got uh, Kevin Johnson, coach of Platinum Stars, now on the line. Kevin, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Brian, and good evening to all your listeners, and thank you for having me on your show again. Can I just ask, I mean, on the point of last night, I mean, your, your side's playing fairly well at the moment. I'm seeing good movement, I'm seeing a structured defence. Man of the match last night was a defender in Simonga Zulu. The plan seems to be there, the application and clinical finishing perhaps not. But, but how would you summarise the season so far? Uh, two parts, Dwayne. You know, last year towards the end, we were really picking up again, trying to get back where, where we think we should be. And, uh, in, in, in uh, no disrespect to us as well, we, we did not get the, the, get the results in the beginning of the season. And uh, we gave away many silly games. We gave away goals because of technical errors and things like that. But, uh, we seem to have got it right towards the end of the, uh, the end of the first half where we, you know, we ended well. And then of course we went back into, we went back into the Christmas break and went on a little mini pre-season. And coming back, we thought we had fixed that up. Yes, we fixed up the defending problem, I think. We, we looking good, but, uh, last two games, three games, uh, one against, uh, Orlando Pirates, one against Rocker. We won against, uh, the, 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 the Portuguese team. Not the, yeah, Portuguese team from Mozambique. But, uh, goals have been eluding us in the both games, uh, against Pirates and against Morocco. I thought we had a lot of the possession. 
sort of disgusting when you're playing football. Uh, but uh, just not being able to put the ball in the back of the net. But yeah. like I say always, you know, winning or losing, there's always something you can learn. There's always an experience that you can build on. And uh, we, we, we definitely going to build on that experience and the experience we've been learning. Yeah, that's it. Cause I mean, on, yeah, on, on the face of it, though, I mean, you're unbeaten in your last five after that run where you, you suffered a few successive uh, losses. But, you know, there is still only one win in that time and three goalless draws. So that, that finishing aspect has got to be frustrating you, uh, I suppose, somewhat, especially considering that, that uh, you know, two of those goalless draws have come subsequent to the, uh, that pre-season break, despite the performance, maybe just the finishing. Yeah, just the finishing. And you know what it is like uh, going... When you when you're part of the technical team and the players are there, and we're not finishing, uh, it also depends on the time and the personnel you have in the team who's playing that game. And uh, you know we thought we turned the corner when we beat uh, Cape Town City 4-0, but uh, not to be because then uh, critical moments in the game is where we are really picking ourselves up. But then during the course of the game, we have to we have to be more more adventurous than we were when we played Cape Town City. And hopefully that will come back uh, soon. Can I just ask you, in terms of the uh, mid-season break, you say you, you had a little uh, pre-season camp, as it were, but uh, you know, what did you do specifically? In, uh, anything different uh, in terms of what you might normally do in a pre-season um, to, to change the, uh, the performances of, of the players? I think there was a lot, a lot more off-the-field activity. Okay. And on the field activity, uh, uh, doing because we, uh, we thought the, the mentality of the players as a group, as individuals, we had to pick up, we had to take up to the next level because we do know or we did know then that you're coming back into 2017 and you're going to play a game every 72 hours for the first month and a half of, of 2017. And then, uh, if you do, do well in the cup and you do, do well in the confederation, then it could go on until the end of 2017 season. Yeah. So we've prepared the players, those uh, mental strains or mental activities that you may call it, but uh, also working on a lot of guys, you know, during that period, if we do proceed in all these competitions, then it's not really about training. It's about what you do, recovery. And not recovery with me, but recovery on your own as well. Yeah, that's something that's become more and more uh, relevant as, as, as football has become more and more professional over the years, is uh, what individuals do, whether it's nutrition plans or uh, looking after their own fitness as well. But, Kevin, I mean, you, you did touch on that, obviously, the tough fixture list uh, coming up. And, you know, if you have a good run in the CAF Confederation Cup, the Nedbank Cup, I think you start against Amazulu on the 15th of March. Um, I mean, yes, recovery is an important thing, but do you have the depth to handle the, the fixture demands, or is it just going to be a, uh, a pretty good man management juggling act that you're going to have to pull off? Yeah, look, that uh, 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 being involved now, Orlando Pirates, uh, the team from Mozambique, Baraka, then the team from Mozambique, and then uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, this period gives you a good, good indication as to what you have and what you don't have, and the depth, whether it's young or old, uh, I think I think it's, it's so far, such wood, it's it's been going well. We've been able to put out a team in both competitions that looked like uh, they, they they could they could they could 
they could compete on the day, and the freshness in the team is always there. So uh, we're happy with what it's, with how it's happening now, and we think that uh, going forward, if we manage it properly, then uh, we will be able to get one. I just want to ask you as well about uh, individual players. I mean, um, this season, for example, we're seeing Ryan de Jong playing at right back, Buyamiri playing at central midfield. Uh, players proving to be rather adaptable. We know Robert Ngambi can play pretty much anywhere on the pitch. Tinsuala Shabalala in previous seasons has shifted everywhere down that left flank over the years. But is this for you more tactics, uh, perhaps a revision of players' strengths, or maybe trying to lengthen a player's career by playing in, the, in different positions? And is, is this something that we can expect to see a little more permanent now, these players in these positions? Yes. I think it's become a male game, uh, but at the same time also uh, uh, we've changed Ryan a little bit. Ryan has been like a little bit of an umbrella, and so has Robert, if you may call them, mm-hmm. you know, an umbrella to sit in anywhere on the pitch and still do the job for that moment on the day. But uh, sometimes we, we like to stabilize it in, in, in a few in a few games, whereby the right back is the right back. You know you're going to play the right back. It's not going to be moved within the game. Because some players can do it, some players can't. For example, like you said, Pintuala Shabalala can play as a winger and he can play as a left back when needed. Uh, Robert can play as a, as, as, a, as a striker. He can play as a number 10. He can play as a defensive mid, midfielder when needed to be, but when he feels comfortable on the day, I think Robert's best position is as a number 10, as a creator player for you. Uh, the same goes for Ryan. Ryan is slowly, slowly stamping his authority on where he originally started playing football as a right back, and he looks like he's very comfortable there, and uh, we'd like to get his mind stable there before we try and, you know, in emergency, Ryan will say you can play center back against us today. Yeah. That you're trying to avoid. But uh, I just think when you have that type of personality in your team, then really in one moment you spoil the choice. Can I also ask you, in terms of the matches coming up, I do want to touch on the Junior Desportivo, the Songo, the uh, the match coming up this weekend. Of course, you, you hold a one-goal lead after the opening league, but you you seem to be rather disappointed at the negative tactics of your opponents in the uh, in the first league. Uh, have you prepared for the uh, for the second leg against the side, considering you are holding a, a lead, albeit a slim one? Yeah, look, uh, Dwayne, in, in all respect to, to, to these tactics that have been employed, that have happened in recent uh, times now that we call that we so-called the modern game and things like that, you know. When you watch the Champions League and you look at the way uh, PSG uh, played against Barcelona and you look at the way Arsenal played against Bayern Munich home and away and you look at the, the, the tactics employed there, I don't think it was, okay, let's sit back and play. They, they actually played it like a chess game in both games. And uh, that's the type of football I look to, to, to play all the time. Whereas uh, in the continent of Africa, we seem to go away with the defense, defensive mind. And when you come to my house, I play a completely different game. So mm. we expect him to go to, to Maputo and face a completely different team that will probably come and fly at us or run at us and put crosses at us and things like that. So uh, we prepared ourselves for that. But at the same time, we're also not preparing ourselves to go there and pack a a big bus with a jeep to stick on it. 
Yeah, fair enough. The uh, description is certainly apt. Uh, the good news, though, is that the Estadio de Zimpeto, where you're going to be playing, is uh, is generally a really good pitch. So at least you're not going to be having to face an additional challenge of of, uh, of, of pitch concerns. But Kevin Johnson, listen, best of luck against uh, you know Desportivo Rosongo this weekend. Hope you continue your campaign in the CAF Confederations Cup and certainly uh, leading up to your preparations against Sundowns when you return. Thanks, Dwayne. Thanks for having me on your show. Entertainment is King on SABC3, where we showcase the best in weekend movies. From action to drama to comedy, well, you name it. Set your movie reminders for Saturdays at 7 and 9 p.m. and on Sundays at 2.30 and 7 p.m. For more details, log on to our website at www.sabc3.co.za or check us out on Facebook and Twitter. Everything you need at your fingertips. Weekend movies, get it on SABC3. You're listening to Sport on SAFM, the next best thing to being at the game. SFM South Africa's news and information leader now. Uh, we've got to talk about Mamelodi Sundowns. They've got an enormous, enormous task ahead of them this weekend. As champions of Africa, Mamelodi Sundowns are going to be facing the winners of the CAF Confederation Cup, Tipi Mazembe, on Saturday at Loftus Fasfeld for the CAF Super Cup. It's a one-off final, and uh, it also brings with it an additional prize purse of uh, one million US dollars. On the line is the star goalkeeper for both uh, Mamelodi Sundowns in Uganda, the current Africa-based CAF Player of the Year. And for a goalkeeper, that is an astonishing achievement. Dennis Onyango. Dennis, thanks for joining us. Good evening. Yeah, good evening to you and good evening to the listeners. I want to start on that. I want to start on that because goalkeepers are never really recognized. I mean, were you surprised when you won this African-based CAF Player of the Year? Not because you aren't deserving, but because of that fact, like many other international goalkeepers, including the Neuers of this world, the Buffons of this world, have had to go through because you are a goalkeeper and goalkeepers are so seldom recognized? Well, look, uh, the moment I made the last three, I I, I, I fancied my chances because, uh, look, football has changed uh, recently and uh, we've seen defenders winning football as of the year and it was about time a goalkeeper to win something. I mean, uh, uh, we've got great goalkeepers like the Buffon, the Ike Kassia, who have done fantastic, but uh, they've not been recognized. But uh, I think this is a new chapter for football now, as for goalkeepers as well, to to believe that they can win uh, the accolades. And for me, I think it's it's good for the young goalkeepers out there who 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 really want to win big, and it shows that uh, uh, every position is being recognized in football. Yeah, you're starting a trend. Let's hope you're starting a trend for goalkeepers' sakes. But Dennis, on a more serious note, I mean, how excited are you at the prospect of winning a second CAF title in less than three months? Uh, as a person, I'm very much excited. As a team, we are really looking forward and uh, uh, and uh, very motivated to win the title because um, uh, it doesn't come oftenly where a club gets a chance like to play in two finals in the space of of two months and the huge, huge finals. I mean, we had the, the Champions League and we went to Japan and also, uh, okay, losing out to, 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 to vets in the final. But I mean, it's all, they're all finals and they count. For me, I think this is, this is a huge opportunity for us to, 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 to start off the year on a high, win a, a, the Super Cup. And, uh, we, we, we're looking forward to the, to the game on Saturday. 
Yeah, I'm sure you are. I, mean, I, I know that you were also set to play AS Vita in preparation for this final, but they actually pulled out of the fixture despite you guys coming back early from Tanzania in, in preparation as a, as a squad, that is. But, I mean, do, do you feel, regardless, though, that you're adequately prepared for this TP Mazembe uh, match? I think we, 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 we prepared well. The team traveled to Tanzania. I was not, I was not around yes. with the team, but... Uh, the team uh, went to Tanzania to get a feeling of uh, African football again outside uh, South Africa. And when we came back, we got off to a good start with the uh, with the win in in uh, against Pirates and also uh, getting a draw with Chipa. And uh, look, the team is in good spirit right now. It's in a good space, and uh, we hope it remains the same way until we win the trophy. Looking forward to that happening, but uh, look, Tipi Mazembe, they certainly, they're, they're one of the giants of African football. They've won every CAF club title at least once. I mean, and you know, you, you played them, you lost to them in the Champions League a couple of seasons ago. Do you think there's any additional motivation to, to, to beat this Mazembe side? Yeah, well, definitely, as players, we know what is at stake. Uh, we we, we want to win the trophy, yes, but uh, at the same time, we're playing a very good side. A team that is very experienced with the with the Champions League, with the Confederation Cup, and also the Super Cup, because at the moment they are the defending champions. But look, we have the opportunity to win it as well because we're playing at home. Uh, we have the advantage, and uh, uh, we we, we want to start from where we stopped uh, the last time we played them in in Lubumbashi because uh, we lost three three one, and uh, I think we were not concentrating. It was our first time back to the Champions League after a very long time, and. I think we've gained enough experience this time around and uh, we want to make it very difficult for them. And yeah, we, we believe we have the quality and the, the motivation to win the trophy. I think that's a key factor as well. You mentioned playing in Lubumbashi, though. Playing away would certainly have been a disadvantage for uh, for Mamelodi Sundowns. But do you think, uh, does home advantage count for much in, in this tie for you? Well, definitely uh, it counts for us because... Uh, we know we're a very, very good side when it comes to playing at home. And uh, uh, our supporters, they will come in numbers. We believe they will come in numbers to witness uh, two giants of African football playing. And uh, there will be a motivation factor for us as well. And uh, yes, we, we, we think they, they, they're not very good on the road. And we, we want to uh, use that advantage on our side. And look, we, we, we want to try and get the early goal. But if we don't get the early goal, we, we, we want to keep the pressure on them until we win the trophy. Dennis, I must ask you, uh, I, I heard, uh, was it Anton Griezmann talking about uh, playing in finals and just talking about the joy of playing in finals and how nothing is greater for a, for a footballer. D- does anything compare with playing in finals for you, aside from winning them, of course? Yeah, look, uh, it's, it's, it's very important for every footballer and it's every footballer's uh, 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 target to play in the finals. Everyone wants to play in the finals and it brings out the best of you. It, it, it's a different uh, level of football because there's no space for mistakes and you're always motivated in the finals because there's no second chance uh, live alone the league where you have a second chance. But for us and as the players, we, we believe finals are, can never come back again and we, 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 we want to give our best because we haven't won a trophy ever since we won the Champions League and we believe this is the right time and the right chance for us to win the trophy for the club and to look forward to the league. 
you're just tuning in, we're uh, chatting to Dennis Onyango, Mamelodi Sundowns Uganda International goalkeeper, current Africa-based CAF Player of the Year. Sundowns prepare for their uh, CAF Super Cup title against uh, ch- challenge against Tipe Mazembe this weekend. Dennis, um, just off off the topic of of, of um, your uh, Super Cup for a moment. You begin your Nedbank Cup campaign against a uh, fourth-tier side, Maribene United, but you, you begin the defence of your Champions League title against um, either uh, the Primero de Gusto, an Angolan side, or KCCA, a Ugandan side. Is, is there any sentiment involved in possibly beginning against Kampala Capital City Authority and, and visiting your home country as an opponent? Yeah. Uh, look, in football, anything is possible, and for us, we take every game very serious, and uh, it doesn't matter whether we play a very small team in, in the in the fourth division of South African uh, football. But as much as we we eleven on the pitch, we we really take every game uh, very important and very serious. So for us, I think we'll take the very the very first game against the in the net banker very serious, and also we're fancying our chances that we go to Kampala because. Uh, Everyone is is really motivated to see what the Ugandan team can offer to Sundown, and we 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 want to defend our title, obviously, and we we, we want to see the world, we want to see the continent, and everyone really wants to be in Kampala to see how it is very difficult or very important to get the results in Kampala. So, uh, as much as we we want to get to the group stages, we want to also play a team that will build us towards the the, the group stages. You talk about seeing the continent. You've, you've experienced the continent with both Sundowns, of course, um, and, and uh, with Uganda, your, your, your national team. But, I mean, th- this is the first time we've actually spoken since the Africa Cup of Nations. Uh, you know, you, you were an integral part of the side that, that uh, made it to the Africa Cup of Nations for the first time in 39 years. But looking back, a month on from being part of that Ugandan squad that made that historic return to the tournament, how do you reflect on the experience? Um, it was a good experience for my side and the, the boys, the entire team, because obviously with the federation as well, after 39 years uh, without qualifying and always trying and trying and, you know, losing out on goal difference at one point, it was a great experience. Obviously, we, we missed out because of uh, uh, loss of concentration in the two games and obviously the last game where uh, we got punished on set pieces and it shows that we've not been at the biggest stage of African football for a very long time and the guys were nervous and lack of experience in the team and uh, it, it really hurt us bad but uh, we hope to go back again and uh, rectify our mistakes we believe we have the quality and uh, the ability to, to, to do that and uh, building the team for the future because uh, some of the guys, some of us are, are said to be old and we need to help the team to get back to the Nations Cup and uh, we need to do that as a group and as, in, as individuals, as the backbones of the team, we need to, to work very hard because it's not going to be easy in the next campaign. And uh, yeah, we know the challenge that lies ahead of us, but uh, we're going to use our experience we got in the AFCON to get us back in the AFCON and see how far we can go. I'm sure, Dennis. You, you you might talk about uh, you know age and how you might be a little bit older than uh, than some, but you're still a relative youngster compared to SML Hadri. So we're expecting your career to last <laughs> another 15 years or so. No, <laughs> I mean in, in all seriousness, though. I mean uh, your your own game. You still seem to be having a fantastic time. You, I remember you told me when you came into studio uh, uh, last year. You, you you told me about how being out of the reckoning for a while motivated you, made you fight for your chance and for your place. In uh, in the team, but but now that you've won virtually everything, 
What keeps you motivated? Um, what keeps me motivated is making it harder for the next person behind me. That is uh, any other goalkeeper that is coming behind me. I don't want to make it easy for the new generation of goalkeepers who are playing out there. I want to make it very difficult for them to, to reach the milestone that I've reached on. And uh, I want to be one of the greatest or one of the best that Uganda has produced. And doing that, I need to achieve more. I need to work hard and get more because, as you say, that... Uh, uh, it was the first time to win the Champions League and all that, and being the first uh, uh, goalkeeper to win also the, the, the Football of the Year. I want to be the first Ugandan as well to win the Super Cup because there's no Uganda. That keeps me motivated every day, and uh, it drives me to, to work every day. And, you know, it's something that I build on every day. I want to make it difficult for the next person. You are of a very competitive nature, but I think that's what drives you. That's what makes you such a great sportsman. Dennis Onyongo, uh, again, congratulations on what has been a magnificent season so far, but we wish you everything of the best, all of South Africa and indeed all Uganda behind uh, you and Mamelodi Sundowns as you take on Tipi Mazembe in the uh, CAF Super Cup this weekend. Best of luck. Thank you very much. SAFM Sports Wrap. So just uh, coming up towards the end of the show, just to confirm the uh, continental fixtures, uh, Mamelodi Sundowns, of course, uh, do have a bye, as do TB Mazemba, being the champions of both the continental competitions, but they do meet in the CAF Super Cup. That's at Loftus this, uh, this weekend on Saturday afternoon, so uh, head along if you would like to go and see Mamelodi Sundowns uh, representing South Africa once again. I think it's going to be a fantastic fixture. The PSL is going to continue, however. Uh, despite that, though, there are still clubs involved in continental competitions. Supersport United were goalless against uh, Allegro Plus of uh, Madagascar. They're going to be hosting them nil-nil from the first leg. Platinum Stars hold a 1-0 lead, of course, against Junior de Songo of, uh, of Mozambique. Uh, when they go to Mozambique, they play at the Estadio dos Impetos, the national stadium just outside uh, the capital city, Maputo. And then Bitvest Fitz, they were shocked by a, uh, a San Luisiana reunion, but they're going to be hosting uh, the reunion team. Uh, they trail by two goals to one from the opening leg. And I can tell you, a half-time score from Krasnodar against Fenerbahce. It is Krasnodar, the Russian side, that lead 1-0 at half-time in that Europa League fixture. But that's all we've got time for. Stay tuned for Naleda Mulero. She's up with a talk shop after the news. Don't go anywhere, but from Siobhan Chetty and me, Dwayne DeLocca, have a lovely evening. Cheers. It's 7 o'clock.